I never I, like should I say welcome back? I feel like I say welcome back every single time. What else should we say? Um, <laughs> I'm not good at this. I don't know. Um, I'm not good at this either. <laughs> Something like that, and it's welcome back to another episode. I don't know. I mean, that's yeah. You would think that that's what we should say. So I guess we'll, I we'll do no that. Idea. We'll do that. Okay. okay. I don't know. <laughs> don't listen to me. I don't know anything. <laughs> Neither do I. Welcome back to another episode of You're Creeping Me Out. I'm Maria. And I'm Jessica. And we are here to give you some creepy stories. <laughs> As always. Yep. We got you in the creep factor. Yep. Well, first of all, I was going to ask you. Yes. Have Since we last talked, has anything creepy happened to you? Um... Has I mean, you would be the only person I would tell, yeah, if something creepy happened happened to me. So has anything creepy happened to me? I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't think I don't think I've had anything creepy happen to me. Um, yeah, I wish I could say differently, but no. I mean, do I wish all that? we do I don't is know. work? <laughs> so yeah, like... <laughs> that's the creepiest part of it all. Um. Yeah, no, I don't think anything like creepy has happened to me unfortunately. Um, you know, the the holidays went by super fast and yeah. you know, here we are. That's true. That's true. <laughs> In January again. Yeah. That can that's creepy how fast time is going. <laughs> yeah, that is definitely creepy. <laughs> I, I hope everyone's it- holidays um were great. Um yeah, uh, your holiday season was nice and awesome and cheery cheery yeah exactly (laughs) we didn't get any snow here until what middle of january literally it was like 50 degrees yeah it was 50 degrees for christmas and abnormal in michigan that does not that's not normal behavior (laughs) michigan forgot to michigan i think this year yeah that is for sure yeah i don't think i've had had anything sorry go ahead no go ahead I was just gonna say I don't think I've had anything creepy happen to me. Well, that's um, yeah. I'm trying to think, but nothing Good significant. Question. But yeah, this is why I brought that up because <laughs> I was I'm in um I'm in a mom's group on Facebook yeah. for my area, and yeah. the reason I joined it, well, I joined it right when I became a mom because why not? You yeah. Know? Why not just read everybody else's problems all day long? <laughs> and Makes you feel uh, validated. It does. <laughs> but the other, I was actually telling, I was telling Sam this and I saw her, I was like, I don't really know why I'm still in the group because it it's just a lot of like drama and oh. um, sometimes it's entertaining. So I was like, I think that's, <laughs> that might be why I stay there, stay in that sure. group. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I got to know the drama in the mom group, by the way. Like, that's a whole side conversation, but <laughs> yeah, right. I need it to is. be in the know. Mother-in-law, 
problems. Oh, I'm like, yeah. man, I'm glad my mother-in-law doesn't suck like that. Like, <laughs> yeah, wow, that sucks. You know, there's like a lot of mother-in-law horror stories. I mean, whew. yes, there are. <laughs> but yeah. the reason I was like, I saw the story and I said, well, this is why this is the post I've been waiting for in this group. And uh, somebody posted here. I'm actually going to read it. Okay, so, cool. Oh, oh, I found it. But okay. also, there's an update, so that's even better. Okay. So I found, or I saw this post on our uh, group, and it, and I'm obviously not going to say who this was or anything, but yeah. um, it starts off with, Moms, I have a crazy question. Has anybody dealt with their nursery being haunted? Our house is over 100 years old, and I started noticing weird things happening when we started to paint and decorate the nursery. Things would move or fall fall with no explanation. When my baby turned six months old, we moved him to his own room and started, and things started happening again. Toys will go off randomly, and his monitor is constantly moving, so it's pointing up at the ceiling. My baby will sometimes wake up screaming like he's scared, and this usually coincides with things moving. Last night, he woke up screaming, and when I got him up this morning, I saw a giant scratch on his cheek. <laughs> His nails are cut and filed, and there is nothing sharp in his crib, so I'm wondering if anybody knows a medium that can come clean this room, cleanse this room for us. I know it sounds hokey, but I feel like someone is in that room, and I just want to be sure my baby's safe. Wow. Of course, I messaged this girl, because I was like, I can't not, like, I have to say something, you know? So I just messaged her, and I gave her just a couple tips, because I was like, finally a good post in this group (laughs) (laughs) yeah one that i can relate to yeah right so i messaged her and um and and whatever i just gave her a couple tips she's like that's really helpful thank you and so um uh the update which is from i don't know when but it says okay update i have smudged the room and had a medium come out to the house today she smudged and put out put salt out a few different energies, not all bad, were picked up on. It feels a lot more peaceful in the room for now. So that's wow. Good. That's, I mean, good news. Right? <clears throat> but I had, to, really I had to share that. Yeah. Wow. Because that happens when you, you know, live in an old house and then you, you know, start doing updates and mm-hmm. release things. Yep release some energies i don't know i'm just i don't even know if that's true but it feels true yeah yeah Yeah, for sure i'm really glad that i don't have that experience because that would probably give me a lot of anxiety if it was my child's room yeah you know yeah totally leave my kid alone come in my room if you want somebody to freak out like freak me out don't freak out my child Mm-hmm. <laughs> don't want to traumatize your child for life. Right. Um, remember when I sent you that article about the Michigan woman shares her extraordinary UFO experience in Kent County? <gasps> yes, and I never read it. Okay, that's fine because I was going to share some of it. Okay, that's but Kent good, County I... is where I live. <laughs> right, right. And this happened. Like 15 minutes from my house. I think you mentioned that. Yeah. And so um, that made it even crazier for me. So 
Hold on. Yeah. So, um, a woman recently shared her wild encounter with a UFO flying over Kent County. Uh, she was traveling to West Bloomfield to visit family on Friday, December 8th. Uh, her name is Rhonda Hand Smith. Noticed something strange in the night sky. She drove with her son, who was a passenger, in the back seat. Uh, it was a moment, she says, that truly changed her life. So this happened in December. Okay. So she shared her encounter with the Michigan UFO Sightings and Paranormal Encounters podcast Facebook group, which I need to check that out because I didn't know that was a thing. But um, And she admitted that she was new to the group and never believed in UFOs or any phenomena like that until this experience. Um, so this is what she posted. Uh, it says, here is my honest story, and I hope to figure out what to do from here. <laughs> So, Friday, December 8th, 2023, at approximately 9 p.m., I was driving to the east side of the state on I-96. My son was a passenger in the seat behind me. So, traveling east, just getting around the Grand Rapids Cascade exit, heading into the Lowell area, when I noticed a very bright object falling from the sky on the north side of the highway coming in our direction. So, let me start by saying there is an airport in Grand Rapids, and... Um, so a lot of people were saying like, oh, it could have been, you know, just an airplane and it could have, but then the more that you, the story goes on, you're like, eh, maybe not. I don't think, yeah, I don't know if it was, but, oh, okay. So I thought at first it was a falling star. Then I thought I was witnessing Jesus coming back (laughs) as I was getting closer because it was so bright. Then the closer it got toward us. We could see two bright lights on each side of this thing getting closer. I thought then it might have been an aircraft, plane, helicopter because it was so big and I thought it was about to land. But as I got closer, it's not moving anymore and it's just hovering next to the highway on the north side. The two lights on each side of this were so bright and illuminated around. There were no wings, no segmented pieces like drones. This was a round shape, a saucer. It was just hovering, as I am now, staring at it out of my driver's window. My son, being a witness and watching, also says to me, I can almost see in it. There were other lights on the outer back circumference, opposite of the two white lights on each side of the front. If I were to compare it in size to anything, maybe three or four school buses combined, but in saucer shape. And it was maybe just a couple of football fields off the highway. And maybe a couple of football fields up. (laughs) Just trying to put this into perspective for all to have a better sense of where it was and how close it was to us. And then she says, we were in such shock. My reaction was to get the hell out of there. I was going 75 miles an hour in the passing lane on the highway, trying to comprehend what we were both looking at. About a mile down the road, I asked my son, please take a video if it's still up there, please, after I was coming out of initial shock. He kept telling me that he couldn't because he was too scared. I finally yelled, please. (laughs) There is a video footage. There is video footage, but as you can imagine, it's pretty difficult to see anything. She was driving and her son was scared while trying to capture the video. So that's, you know, understandable as to why. Yeah. Might not be clear, but the photos and video are posted on the Michigan UFO sightings and paranormal encounters podcast Facebook group. That's a long name. Yeah. Um. But then one more thing too. She said she can she could see inside it. She said, 
uh, we were so close to this that the windows, we could see shadows moving. There was a box in the front of the inside. My son described it. He said it looked like a desk, but we couldn't see lights on from the inside, but it was illuminated enough to see only glimpses on the inside. That makes sense. Weird. Um, She said it shook her to her core, so it changed her life. And she's currently in talks with the field investigator from Michigan MUFON, which is um, like the UFO people. (laughs) Yeah. But, you know, I was going to ask what you could see from inside, but that's weird. Yeah. You could see like a desk. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm just thinking like, like an office window right weird i'll say in that area too of the highway it's all farm fields there's not any buildings it's all farm fields and open fields there's not i mean you could see houses in the distance but there's not anything that they could you know take for a building or a skyscraper it's it's uh, it's out of the city and it's yeah it's dark out there wow yeah and the fact that they both saw it um that's yes. pretty intense yeah mm-hmm. there's a lot too in this article it goes on to say um that there were three dozen ufo ufo reports in filed in michigan in 2023 Many of them have uh, photographic evidence. While some can be explained away, not all of them are. (laughs) So there's more in here too, but maybe I'll share the article or something. But it's pretty strange. That is pretty strange. Creepy. Yeah, I wonder, wonder what that was. I know. I don't know. I don't, I can't even, like, the fact that they s- said it was, you know, saucer shape, and so close that they could see inside it, you're not going to, mm-hmm. if it was that close, it, you would know it's not an air, you know, a, a jet or whatever. Right. So, I don't know. Wow. But I liked it. I thought that was interesting. <laughs> it's an interesting story. For sure. Um... But anyways, so I guess, should we move on Get to into our first stories? Story? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Let's do it. This first story is titled Elf on the Shelf. Yes, it's not Christmas anymore, but I needed to share this because it's creepy. <laughs> oh my gosh. First of all, Elf on the Shelf is creepy as it is. Yeah, we're not, um, we're not an Elf on the Shelf family. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah but um all right we'll jump right into it this story takes place last christmas i was reminded of it when i saw the elf while unloading the christmas stuff out of the attic for the christmas season my family has done elf on the shelf since my oldest was five When my now ex-husband and I got divorced, we continued the tradition with him just buying a new elf. Last year was no different. I would move it when the kids were over, and when they were at their dad's, it sat in the same spot until they came back. 
One night when I got back from the hospital, I saw the elf wasn't in the same spot as I had it. I sat it on the TV, and when I came home, it was hanging on the laundry door. I figured my ex-husband must have stopped by to grab one of the kids' things. Not worried, I went to bed. The next morning, I woke up to my back door unlocked. I just sighed, figuring my ex must have come through the back and forgot to lock it. I locked it before heading to work. I worked 12s, so I figured I missed it last night. That evening, I came back to the elf in the fridge, hugging an empty milk carton that was mostly full the day before. I never drink milk. My kids are the only ones to drink it. This was their dad's weekend, so no one had been there other than myself the last few days. I am single and live alone, so I freaked out. I called my ex-husband to ask if he stopped by again today. He was confused. He told me that they were at his mom's all weekend. His mom's place is a good hour away. I told him about what had happened, and he said I probably needed sleep. I hung up and called the police frantically. They didn't show much concern, but still came. They did a search of the house before they found a homeless man who was living in the attic. I watched them walk him out in cuffs. He had a very tall frame and deathly stare. The police later told me that he wasn't there long. I know break-ins are normal this time of year, but he was messing with me on purpose, and that's what was scary. Okay, I did not expect that ending. I know, right? That is crazy. 180. I thought it was going to be like, they found nothing, no big deal. They freaking found somebody. Oh my god. Like a, a real out. ass person. Like a real human. Yeah. That's crazy. So I've oh heard so god. many stories like that where um you know, it's like people living in people's attics. It just that is the scariest thing to me. Oh my god. It's so That's scary. terrifying. Yeah. That is terrifying. No, thank you. I know. Isn't that just creepy? And the fact that he was purposely messing trying with her. to mess with her. Yeah. Oh, my God. I hate it. Like, that's dangerous. Like, I'm glad nothing happened to her. I know. You just never know, you know? Nope. And honestly, if something like that was happening to me, I probably would think it was a person before I thought it was something else, you know, because I'm more scared. Me personally, I'm more scared of um, uh, real humans than I am supernatural. (laughs) It's true. It's true. Okay, so the title of this one is Gnome's Haunted Aunt's House. This took place throughout the 90s. I would frequent my aunt's house where my cousins lived, and she told me that if I saw gnomes, to not be afraid. They're just mischievous little guys. I was confused and slightly afraid by her just coming out and saying that, but after a few hours there, I realized why. I kept seeing very short people with beards and pointy hats running around the corners. Wait a second. In the house? In the house. I saw one scurry down the staircase, run around my aunt's room, and around the kitchen corner as well. The sightings were mere seconds as they were definitely just messing with everyone in the house and didn't really want to be caught. My sister saw one sitting on the kitchen countertop. 
He was staring straight ahead, not moving, probably trying not to be seen, still as a statue. It was so bizarre. Some mornings, my aunt said she would wake up and some furniture would be moved like it had been pushed pushed around in the night. So strange. I think it had to do with my uncle's strong German heritage. I read that gnomes are from the old land, and I think his strong family ties may have had something to do with their presence. Either way, it was always an interesting experience to visit. Okay, this makes me feel like... That's first of all, that's a wild story. Second know, of all, right? it makes me think of like leprechauns, yeah, <laughs> leprechauns running around. Yeah, you know, we need I to do some stories on leprechauns for we, we should for yeah. March. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, I don't know what I would do if I saw little people running around my house. I probably would think that I was going crazy, but yeah, like, did I the... take some drugs? Like, what is happening here? <laughs> But like the fact that her aunt's like, if you see them, just don't worry. They're just little little guys running around our house. Yeah, okay. just so nonchalant. Like, don't even worry about it. They're fine. They're just mischievous little guys. Yeah. Okay. Like, I've always heard that gnomes are, you know, mischievous spirits or like creatures. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. So that makes sense That's that they're wild. tricking them. Yeah. Wow. I, don't know. I don't know if I'd like to stay there or not. Yeah, I think I would not want to be around the little gnomes that come alive. No, and it kind of reminds me of like, sometimes too, when I hear stories like this, if they were kids and they experienced it, like kids do have an imagination and you know, it could be from something that they saw in a movie. But when I was a kid, I never like saw things, you know, so yeah. I just... Would I remember just playing and had we had an imagination stuff, but I never, you know, yeah, said that I saw, you know, exactly. whatever running around like I don't know, yeah. So that's creepy. Oh my goodness! All right. Um, the next one is titled "I Saw a Gnome, but I don't think I was supposed to see him." I saw a gnome, but I don't think I was supposed to see him. When I was still in elementary school, my family and I used to spend all summer at my great uncle's house. We all slept in the same room, except for my sister, who'd sleep in a bed in the living room, and my great uncle, who'd sleep in his own room. It was a pretty normal day. We went to the beach, we ate some pizza, and then at around 10 p.m., we all went to sleep. However, at around 4 a.m., I suddenly woke up because something was throwing things around in the kitchen. Plastic cups, containers, food, etc. The door was open, so I was able to see light coming from the kitchen. And when I had enough of all that noise, I got up from the bed. At first, something seemed off. I thought I was having a strange dream, and as any rational kid would do, I tried to see if I could bend fire like an avatar. Who wouldn't want a firebend, right? I couldn't. I wasn't dreaming. My father wasn't in his bed, but I didn't care much since maybe he was just in the bathroom. My great uncle was fairly old and had trouble sleeping at night, so I just thought he went into the kitchen to get some water. While making my way to the kitchen, I called out, Uncle, 
Uncle? Are you alright? All this noise woke me up. To my surprise, the room was empty. But the light was on, and the fridge was open with a can of coke laying in front of it. What? I thought. I looked up to the shelf on my right and saw what was making that noise. Some sort of short creature around 30 centimeters tall, a gnome was looking at me, terrified. Terrified because I saw him. I thought to myself, he's going to hurt me. Better if I fake to faint. And so I did. A few seconds passed and I opened my eyes. I wasn't on the kitchen floor anymore. I was in a strange colorful tunnel. I got scared again and I closed my eyes one more time. After a minute that felt like eternity, I reopened them and I was laying in my bed. There were still sounds coming from the kitchen, but I was scared and I just waited for them to stop. And before sunrise, they did. That wasn't the only encounter I had with that dude, but I never saw it again. I'd only hear him because I was, and am, too scared to see him again. I don't know what he was doing exactly, but I'm sure I wasn't supposed to see him. I know it sounds crazy, but it really happened. Good evening. You're listening to the Truth Tank podcast trailer. Today, the truth has become harder to discern. Fake news, censoring of facts, media censorship, ideology over logic. The truth has become subjective. That old saying, there are two kinds of truth, rings true today. What is fact and what is fiction? You can take the blue pill and go about your day, or you can take the red pill and take a deep dive into the world of conspiracies, history's mysteries, the hidden and the forbidden past, current and global events, UFOs, aliens and the UAV phenomenon, the world of the paranormal and high strangeness, as well as the ongoing war on pop culture and society, with the occasional movie review thrown in for good measure. If this has piqued your curiosity and you want to find out how all this ties together, join me, The Tank, every month for a deep and detailed dive into the hidden and murky world of the truth. You can find and follow The Truth Tank on Facebook and Instagram. You can listen and download the episodes on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Amazon, YouTube, or wherever else you get your podcasts from. May the truth be with you. Tinfoil hat not included. Wow. I wonder if, do you think he dreamt it? That's what I was kind of wondering too. Like, because it feels like a dream. It does. It does feel like a dream. That's what I, when I read that, I was like, this could be... So go either way. That's why I I chose it. But like a dream because sometimes dreams feel like real, real. Like I've had situa- I've had situations where I have woken up from a dream, and it felt so real, like it literally just happened. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I wonder if that's too, if that's how these things can be explained. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. Yeah. Especially wow. when he was just saying, um, like he closed his eyes and he was woke up and or he was in bed all of a sudden. Yeah, exactly. But either way, if that was a dream, that would be kind of scary. <laughs> Maybe he, the creature was, you know, coming to him in his dream. 
Maybe. Which could be scary, too. Yeah, definitely. Um, do you want me to read the next? Yep. Yeah, go for it. Okay. So the next one is a Fae Encounter, which this one excites me. Um, I'm excited to read these ones. I, it says, I was watching some documentary where Fae were mentioned, and it made me, for anybody who's listening, Fae is like a fairy, essentially. Um the fake kind, I guess you could say, um, were mentioned. And it made me think of this weird experience I had like 10 to 12 years ago living in Northwest Florida. It's not a story I share a lot because it sounds completely ridiculous. If someone told me this happened to them, I'd probably, I'd probably brush it off. Like, yeah, okay, sure. Um, but I'm sharing it now because I'm curious to see if anything about my experience rings true to other fae encounters or lore. And if not fae, then what else? So it was an early afternoon slash late morning during summer, and I was standing on my porch um, or balcony about seven feet off the ground. After watering my plants, um, the catnip, rosemary, and basil, when I see what I thought was a large wasp flying toward me from the wooded area next to my house, and it's flying fast, this whole encounter happened pretty quickly. But the closer it got, it started to look more humanish. What I first thought were wasps' antennas started to look more like small human arms and legs, and it was gold, not yellow, not brown, but gold. I also had the impression that it was fleeing something. I can't really describe its face other than it had large eyes because it was looking behind its back most of the time. And again, it all happened so fast. When I say large, I mean unnaturally large, almost too big for its face. Oddly enough, I can't remember their color either. Then it flies into my cheek and kind of bounces off and kept flying. It looked back again at me for a split second and then passed me again as if it were being chased by or trying to get away from something. Then it looked forward and flew to the next closest tree that was maybe four feet away and literally disappeared into the tree. Like I said, it was gold, so I would have seen it if it were to crawling on the around on the bark, but it was like it melted into it. It was gone. I was ju- left just kind of standing there, like, what the hell did I just see? Uh, with an odd feeling like I wasn't supposed to see that. There was some where there was something strange about that house and property. Even my boyfriend, who who's a pretty big skeptic, remembers that house being an odd place. That's interesting. I thought so too. Yeah. Especially because, I mean, seeing like a wasp, I've seen some yeah. big wasps, but I've never seen one that was so big that it looked like yeah. a human, you know, or yeah. resembled human features with wings. Or, or was gold. <laughs> or gold. Yeah, me either. I don't know where this person lives, but. Yeah. Maybe they wow. have old wasps there. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Northwest Florida. That's what it said. Sorry. Oh, that's Anything's right. possible Northwest in Florida. Florida. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. North Florida, just in general, is a very interesting place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I, yeah. I like this one just because they say, you know, it sounds so ridiculous, but and if I heard it from somebody, I'd probably be like, yeah, okay. Like, that yeah. that didn't really happen. Yeah. So. I know. I feel that about a lot of, like, my encounters. Like, 
If mm-hmm. I were to tell anybody else but you, I feel like they'd think I was crazy. <laughs> yeah. But it's like, I know for a fact what happened to me and I know that it was true. So it's like, it's it's crazy that, mm-hmm. that it did happen. why I believe a lot of people's stories because I believe that they believe that it happened. Like, yeah. And that's what's interesting. Right. To me. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> that property could have had some... I wonder what else has happened, but yeah, maybe the property has some fake creatures living on it. There you go. You never know. Never know. All right. I got one more. Okay. And this one is dream encounters with the Fae. I've been thinking more about this event from my childhood. I'm not sure why it's heavy on my mind today, but I thought I'd share the story. When I was around five or six years old, my mother and I lived in an upstairs apartment in Scottsdale, Arizona. We had a lot of spiritual encounters in that apartment, including a shadow that would stand over my bed at night. But I believe this was a different spirit from one I want. I believe this was a different spirit from the one I want to talk about. I had a couple of reoccurring dreams about a creature living under the stairs that led up to our apartment. It's going to sound ridiculous, but essentially he looked like Mike from Monsters Inc., though this was two years before the movie came out. He was a small green creature with one eye, a round body, and slender limbs. His smile was more like the Grinch, jagged teeth, and very veiny eyes. He spoke like an old heavy smoker. In my dreams, he started off trying to be my friend. He would play with me downstairs, but in one dream, he told me my mom needed to go, that he was going to kill her. I don't remember much after what he told me. Or after he told me that. Sorry, I can't read. It was either late in the dream or in a different night. I dreamt a bee flew into our apartment and landed on my mom's leg. She couldn't get it off and was desperately scraping at it. I remember believing the creature had sent it, adding a note. My mom is allergic to insect bites or stings. I didn't think much of this growing up. I had frequent nightmares and it didn't really click until I had a conversation with my mom as an adult. We talked about the supernatural experiences we had in that apartment, and for the first time, I told her about this dream. Her eyes got wide, and she said, I really wish you would have told me that when we lived there. I used to have nightmares in that apartment that a green imp was trying to kill me. (laughs) Definitely gave me chills. My mom actively rejects witchcraft and heavily aligns with Christianity. I believe both can be valid and that we are given power to protect ourselves, whatever that comes from. Whether that comes from God or not is up to you, but I think her belief that a higher power is watching over her is what saved her from whatever was living under the stairs. If you believe it was anything more than a dream, of course. Interesting. (laughs) I always think it's interesting when two people have the same type dream. Mm -hmm. Same experience. Yeah, like either they're connected energetically somehow or something is you know coming to them the same thing i personally never had a dream similar to someone else yeah. but i have dreamt about someone and they dreamt about me oh really uh-huh like i don't know if it was the same night i can't remember if it was the same night or weird what but i know that we had like i don't i can't remember but i think we had dreams that were like about each other they were different dreams but yeah i don't know i've had dreams that weren't the same as somebody but 
like my sisters and I will have dreams about my grandma. Mm. Like around the, at the same time. Same so time, yeah. That could be that's interesting too. But yeah, that's kind of a similar experience, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Wow. I thought that was interesting. Yeah. Fairies and gnomes, like the lore behind it is like so interesting to me. It's fascinating to me too, yeah. I There's a TV have... show about fairies on um didn't you watch it? I think there was a show on Amazon. Probably. <laughs> that was about the Fey world. Yeah, I probably did. Is it the one yeah. with Orlando Bloom in it? I think so. Yeah, I did watch that one. Yeah, I think so. I can't remember what it's called. Carnival but... Row. Yeah. Yep, I did watch that. It was good. Yep. I think they're supposed to be working on a second season for that, actually. Are they really? Yeah. I love reading and listening and watching like fantasy stuff. It's so, I I just love it. I don't know if it's because it brings out like the kid in me or whatever, but yeah, it's so interesting. I just love it. Matt thinks that it's dumb. He hates it. He's like, I don't know how you watch that. I'm like, well, I guess I have a better imagination than you. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, there's so many um books like that that mm -hmm. i bet you would like for example um a court of mist and fury i don't know if you've i just started it did you really i finished the first book i thought i told you that maybe i didn't maybe you did <laughs> yeah i finished the first book and i started the second one but i just couldn't um i just sometimes when I read you a book, out a little bit. yeah, I, I have a hard time, like, especially now after having Emma, my brain just is always going in different directions. Yeah. So I, I need to finish a second book, but it's really good. Yeah. I read A Court of Mist and Fury, um, many years ago, but, um, like when it first came out, but I, um, didn't read any further. I have a hard time with, um, historical books or anything, um, uh, related to like, yeah, period what pieces or whatever. What's that? Period pieces and stuff like that. Yeah, period pieces, but also like, um, what is it called? Fantasy? There's like a whole genre, huh? Fantasy. <laughs> yeah, fantasy. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah okay. fantasy. <laughs> like the whole fantasy genre, I have a hard time with sometimes. Yeah. Um, I I'm able to if I'm hooked into like a dystopian type genre, yeah. um, I can really suspend reality, but it's harder for me to suspend reality in the fantasy world for some yeah. reason. Yeah. It's a little That's bit fair. tricky. But um I know we've yeah. talked about this. Like I love history stuff and fantasy and yeah. the complete opposite. <laughs> I like history if it's like retelling of like real historic events. Yeah. Yeah. But I have a hard time with like fictionalized. Um, like for example, what's that romance show on Netflix? Bridgerton? Bridgerton? Oh, yeah. So good. I have such a hard time with it. I couldn't continue. I I knew kind of going into it that I probably it wouldn't probably be like my favorite but um yeah i i've heard i appreciate everybody else loves it <laughs> i heard that somebody else started it and hated it and then they started it again 
and then they loved it. So maybe you just really? have to watch it twice. <laughs> huh. Do you know what I have been interested in is like I wasn't at first, I don't think, but I'm kind of like interested in it because it's so much closer now to like present day. Um yeah. and that's the crown. Oh, it's so good. It's so yeah. good. I started you would probably watching like it. the crown. I started watching The Crown, but it was hard to like stay invested. But I feel like I might be able to stay invested in it um, if I were to um, like push through just to get to the more present day stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so anyway, I we totally have... got into a conversation about entertainment now. <laughs> That's okay. I totally just I have like two episodes left of the crown and i finish it but oh wow so depressing because like is that well i'm at the part where like princess diana dies and so it's just sad and if i'm like sad i can't watch sad stuff i need to watch the opposite so yeah yeah it's hard for me to watch sad things and it's also really hard for me to read sad things like if i i will Mm -hmm. never read anything that has to do with like terminal illness or no me like anything like that like that's just depressing to me so like so depressing yeah i can't do it i'm completely like i just can't do it (laughs) it's like a jessica repellent immediately i'm I'm with Um, you there yeah um so yeah, so anything to do with that? If if I am surprised by the sadness, that's fine. <laughs> right. Like if I read something that I don't expect to be sad, which I have recently, I have a one of my very favorite romance books is was unexpectedly sad. Oh. <laughs> and I bawled my eyes out. Well, a couple <laughs> of them actually are my favorite, but I bawled my eyes out. But it's it was so good because of how unexpected it was. Oh, that's good. Um, yeah, if you're going so, into it knowing it's going to be sad, that's different. Exactly. Exactly. So, uh, yeah. I was just going to say that I finished, I just finished um, this show on Netflix called Fool Me Once or something. Oh, yeah. I think I've heard of that. So that's good. You should watch Is it. it. Yeah. I think I have it on my list. It keeps you, the whole series is like, you don't know, you think this person's going to be, you know, involved, but it turns out they're involved in a different, I mean, it's just, and then the ending to me was like, very shocking. Okay. I did not see it coming, but maybe that was just me. I am not very good at like, (laughs) I'm missing things. Sure. (laughs) So, but like, I don't know. It was actually really good so i would i would yeah. i would check that out it's um a british i guess true crime type show which is my absolute yeah. favorite so is it by somebody named harlan something mm-hmm. i thought so yeah that's definitely did, on my list i think he did the the show Sa- safe on netflix yeah one of them yeah that one was really on good too. too yeah both really good shows so yeah um definitely watch them if you yeah. need something and it's not like super sad so yeah it's just shocking <laughs> yeah so um yep. but i was gonna say too i tried to watch the newest um show on that well, fairly new about 
why is it blanking on me now? The Fall of the House of Usher. Oh my gosh, I want to watch that so bad. I have it on my list too. Girl, it is so messed up. Like, oh my god, I can't so wait. So messed up. I like I, messed up. Is it like crazy messed? Like, yes, how, like how really, like the way that people die on that show. It's like, oh my god, like it's gory. It's gross. Oh. I mean, it's it's also like shocking. Wow. Um, and disturbing but the story it oh keeps God. you engaged because the, it, i still haven't finished it because of how messed up it is oh but my goodness. i have two episodes left and i'm trying to finish it but i have to be in the right headspace and i just i just can't haven't been in the right space. no but oh it's really good because it keeps you same thing it keeps you like well what happened why i need I to know that's a like, book too yeah i think it's a um edgar Allan poe uh poem, like not poem but like retelling yeah yeah oh okay but wow it's the same people that directed haunting of hill house and or wrote and directed haunting of hill house and it has a lot of big names in it too i Mm -hmm. think yeah it's messed up like yeah (laughs) i have that on my list also yeah i did get a couple books that I want to start reading too. Um, my mom actually she got me two books for Christmas. One is the it's called Ghosts of Upper Mich Upper Wow Ghosts of the Upper Peninsula of Michigan. Ooh, she got okay. me these for Christmas. I was like, Mom, okay, that's great. And this one is Ghostly Tales of Lake Superior. <gasps> Ooh, that sounds fun. Yeah, so I'll have to read them and see if I can find some stories out of here that we can uh, share, too. Yeah, for sure. There is, have I ever told um, the story of Minnie Quay? I don't know. I don't think so. There's a story about Minnie Quay, um, a ghost story of Minnie Quay that um, I can share. Is Minnie Um, Quay a place or a person? She's a person. Oh. <laughs> um, she is kind of a legend um, in the Thumb area of Michigan. Okay. And um, right on Lake Huron. And um, yeah, she Interesting. is said to haunt um, the lakeshore. Hmm. And um, so, yeah, I, maybe I can pull that out and share that on the pod. Yeah, I've never heard of that. Yeah, it's really good. Don't look it up. Don't look it All up. Right, I won't. Um, and I'll share it on the pod. Maybe maybe we can do another one here. Um, yeah, here soon, and then we can talk about that. Whenever oh. whenever we talk about the um, Lake Superior ones or whatever you have in yeah, your book, yeah. I'll include that one. Okay, I'll look in this book too. Yeah, um, and see what's in there, but. It's 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 good. I read like a couple pages so far and I'm like, okay, this is going to be good. So, yeah. Anyway. Yes, indeed. Anything else? I don't think so. I um you know, it's been pretty chill. So, not yeah. a whole lot going on in in my world. Um, but really good stories about um the fae and gnomes and yeah, we'll have to do we'll have to do another episode about uh, leprechauns. Yeah, let's find some good uh, 
Send us in your leprechaun stories. <laughs> yeah. Did you ever make those leprechaun like um traps in school when you were a kid for St. Patrick's Day? <laughs> Do you know what? No, I didn't, but my sister did. That's so weird that we did that. Especially yeah. in a Catholic school, we did that. <laughs> <laughs> a leprechaun trap. Yeah. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah. So that's forever ago. Yeah, it's already mid-January, yeah. so that'll be right around the corner. Yeah, we got Valentine's Day and uh, St. Patrick's Day, and yeah, we'll have to come. We'll have to come with some like Irish lore mm-hmm. um, from my homeland. Some, yeah, exactly. Sounds so, good. All yeah. right. Well, thanks well, for thanks listening everybody. again. Thanks we'll for joining back. us. Kind of a chill episode. A chill episode yeah. this time around. Um, hope you enjoy for creepy uh, story time send us your stories (laughs) yeah send them in send them in all right thank you everybody bye hey everyone maria here just wanted to say thank you for listening to today's show as always we really love hearing all of your weird creepy experiences that you send us Uh, we really appreciate everybody who's sent us a story and uh, we have a lot actually lined up still so um, please keep sending them in tell your friends to send them in Um, you can email us at ycmopod at gmail.com or now you can call us at 616-202-1460 and leave your story or experience on our voicemail and we'll play it on the show Uh, to help our show grow and to bring you the best content please share rate review our podcast Um, you can follow us on all social media at ycmopod and we can't wait to hear your story